Hey everyone, welcome to More Than Mises, guys. This podcast is a journey through the Transformers from the beginning of the animated series with two old friends coming at it from different perspectives. Together, we will go episode by episode with the occasional extra to look at how the show holds up or if it's a trap of nostalgia. We look at all things involved in the episode, whether there were real-world factors that crept into the writing or if the episode was typical afternoon cartoon fodder. I'm Evan, I'm a long, lifelong fan, I'm familiar with all aspects of the franchise and the fandom, and uh, while Ed here is not, though he, you know, saw Transformers when he was growing up a bit. So uh, thanks for being here, everyone. Good to see you again, man. Ed, I know you were sick last week, and I was I was knee-deep in emergency stuff around here. So Were you, were you knee-deep in the hoopla? God, I wish. Um, my, um, my, my stepson's, uh, he has a little apartment off the back of the house. Uh, we, he didn't tell us that his AC unit had been uh, leaking all summer. So we went into his room and it smelled like mold. And uh, yeah. Oh, but, no. And, um, it was like a sponge. And he was he was too embarrassed to tell us. I go in there like, dude, this has got to go. So we ripped up carpet um, for the beginning of the week. Oh, and, um, no. Is it, like, is it like a window unit or something? Or um... It's like an, it's weird. It's not a window unit. It's like an old, um, it's in a wall. It's a weird mm-hmm. old unit. I think the guy is guy is from the seventies. Um, an old General Electric unit, and it's almost kind of reminds me more of uh, you know when we were growing up in the elementary schools. Um, you'd have the uh, those those uh low units in in the wall underneath the windows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like a um a, a oh. version of that. Okay. And it leaks, unfortunately, because there's not a lot of tray for the condensation, so he right. doesn't know to pour like bleach or um or vinegar in there. To mm-hmm. keep the uh, the, get the, the build algae up. the buildup out, right? right yeah, right. I I showed him a little trick. I got my uh, shot back and I sucked the uh, sucked it out like basically I was cork of uh, algae, and then mm-hmm. we just pour things in there and I we ripped that carpet for a couple nights. So Ooh, yeah, that's no fun. Hmm? That's no fun. Uh, but oh, you know, speaking terrible. of uh, speaking of things from the seventies, that you said that AC's from the seventies. You know what else is from the seventies? What's that? You and me, we are from the seventies, and yeah. uh, we are from a generation that uh, grew up watching a lot of old tv show reruns yeah 100 100 yes like a lot of tv like a lot of the tv <laughs> i think that probably the majority of the tv that we watched when we were kids was probably stuff from the 60s and 70s that was just in reruns that would they were company yeah like, um, you know you wake up in the morning and it's like oh, like i'm gonna oh there's uh like bewitched is on <laughs> yeah. uh, or uh, i dream of genie or, bo- or leave both it to beaver. leave it to beaver I love yeah that. i mean leave it to beaver so <laughs> yeah man um so yeah, um, so yeah, like the, the thing with these shows though was um, they would be you know playing reruns. Um, like big one for me was uh, Star Trek the original series, you know, the, which was just Star Trek then. Star Trek, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I would always catch these same episodes on reruns. It's like you know, I it got to the point where um, when I was watching, I, I went through the whole thing. Where I was rewatching all the original series, and I would see these episodes going. I don't remember these things, man. I know I've seen these, but. I don't remember these episodes because I would never catch them. I would catch like the one with um, Nomad. You know, the, it, was, it was a really good episode where um, you have, um, you know, the 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 robot on the ship that was, you know, going to, you know, AI robot thing. Yeah. His yeah, name yeah. was Nomad, I believe. Or the with the uh, the aliens that one side of his face is white and the other side is black. Yeah. But yeah, that that guy, that, that guy that uh, I can't remember that guy. Like I'm a big Star Trek fan, but I can't remember that guy's yeah. name. You know, but I always uh, yeah. uh, uh, in my brain, I confuse him with um uh like the in-betweener from marvel comics same yeah looks same same kind, same kind of, um, <laughs> but yeah you'd always catch the same episodes and over and over and you know there, you think like i know there's a lot more episodes than this but, but you catch those, yeah you catch the same ones like um like yeah there's like like there's an andy griffith that um for some reason i've seen like a million times and it's uh the one where they're, they're making pizza 
and uh which when they when, when that show was out that was like pizza was like i mean there, there wasn't there weren't pizza restaurants back then there like now pizza is like the most prevalent food oh yeah states you know, pizza and tacos are the most prevalent food but like in 1959 or 1960 or whenever or yeah, it was later than that it was like that like the mid 60s when mm-hmm. it was out but i mean like that, that wasn't a thing you know you maybe you maybe someplace this had like a local pizza place, but like there weren't like pizza chains and delivery was like that, like a far off thing at that point. But <laughs> yeah, like not. what always struck me as weird about that episode is how um, Barney, uh, Don Knotts, uh, Barney Five was um, Andy? like they, they were all sitting on Andy's porch eating pizza that they had made there, like <laughs> in his house. And uh, he was going on about how much he loved the cheese. And uh, like, like, cause it was like a new thing. Like they didn't, that wasn't like a prevalent thing. Like you, like, you know, you can go to like any grocery store now and there's like, like a, like a, an embarrassment of riches of different cheeses. But, you know, at this point in, in, you know, United States, it was, you know, most, you know, rural places, you probably had like, you probably had like cheddar cheese. I guess yeah, that was about I, that was maybe maybe you had Swiss if you wanted to get fancy, but it was like you know you just had one cheese that was all there was right. But um, I mean, and it was probably also regional. You know, if you went to like Wisconsin, there was probably different cheeses than there were in like you know like like Illinois or like Maine or whatever. But like, but he was going on about how much he loved the, the cheese on the pizza, but he called it mozzarella. <laughs> like like mm, love that mozzarella and he said it like 14 times in the episode too like he just kept saying it like like Andy, i love that mozzarella mozzarella, mozzarella. I, it was it was so weird hearing someone uh you know not say mozzarella you know, the, 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 the yeah, you know there were they're just like those those things you'd see growing up a lot i mean that, that's um there's I know they probably made a lot of uh, episodes like shows like Mork and Mindy, but you always see the same ones, or at least I did. And uh, I don't know what it is about that. It's almost like, um, I, I guess, probably like a, a network had, like a local network probably had a certain number of episodes. They just play randomly, and I just got unlucky or lucky either way. But yeah, uh, yeah. That's, that's probably accurate. I think I saw the... Um... I mean, I know I've seen a lot of uh, like Laverne and Shirley, but the only one, but I remember seeing the one where the, uh, like they sort of banned, like I've seen that one probably like, like 50 times. And then the other ones I've seen like maybe once, like where, um, like, like Laverne was, uh, was trying to teach the band how to be cool. And she was <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. To take your guitar and like play it with your teeth, you know, like trying to make them like Jimi Hendrix or whatever. And, uh, <laughs> they're like, but these guys are total nerds. And so like the one guy's got like a snare drum and he's on his, he's got a snare drum on his face. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> and she's like, no, 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 no. Okay. Take the drum off. Take the drum off your face. It's, it was really, it was really funny. If you get a chance to check nice. it out. It's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's kind of the things I think that we, uh, we always, you know, we think about when we think about shows like that. And the, you know, the reason, you know, kind of like this kind of works into this. Cause, uh, man, this episode right here, the Septicon Raider and King Arthur's Court, I saw so much growing up. Oh my <laughs> God. There, there's episodes I've forgotten about that I'd watch again. I'm like, oh wow, I feel like I haven't watched that in years. This episode, I I, I knew all the hot points of the episode, well, as, as it were, because this is kind of a silly episode. But uh yeah, the uh, all the little points of the episode, man. I've it's like let's just go through this. I, I know this one. I probably watch it once a year, and I'd remember almost the thing, entire thing verbatim. So yeah, that's why it kind of brings in the, the, to this. But dude, we are back to Doug Booth. Dougie we are Booth. back at Doug Booth, and uh, and you know what was funny about this one is that uh, normally the first thing I do the second that an episode comes on and I'm watching it is I'm like, all right, who wrote this? Yep. Pause it. 
I go and I, I I meticulously scour the internet for uh, for all this information to try to dox this person as much as I possibly can. Uh, completely forgot to do it this time. It, but it's Doug Booth. We know this guy. But it's Doug Booth. So we, we've talked we've talked enough about Doug Booth. Doug Booth is uh, like if there's any any writer of this show that I could ever have on the show to talk to, it would absolutely 100 be Doug Booth. I oh will, yeah, talk to that dude. He's um he's one of those guys who was a standby for all these different shows. He wrote so many episodes, and I'm, I'm sure he probably reused plot points and things like that. But it was just he he wrote a lot of just fun standalone episodes, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's a lot of these shows are like that. So, yeah, that, I think that's how a lot of TV was. Uh, oh uh, yeah, back then, so 100. So uh, mm-hmm. yeah, this this is uh, one of those. It, it starts off kind of weird though, man. Um, you just see like Starscream, Ramjet, Rumble, and Ravage running on fumes. They're they're fighting against uh, Warpath, Hoist, and some others. You don't see who they're fighting, but they're like traveling through fog. What a weird like like what weird groups of dudes to be hanging out. Why were those guys hanging out? Well, like why were there why were there two tapes there and no sound wave? Uh, maybe they got separated. I don't know. Maybe, yeah, uh, maybe, maybe so. I don't know. Um, and so, yeah, you know, honestly, where you, and, but then again, Warpath, who was a tank and um, with, um, with, uh, with the problems yelling and blah, blah, and, uh, and a safety bot hoist the nerd. They're, he's not the he's not the worst one though. Oh no, by, by far he's not the worst nerd. I think that would. No, he's not the worst of the of the geeks. And uh, as a matter of fact, um, this episode went a long way to make me forget that he is one of those geeks. I think it's just one of those you know like you know like when you know some nerds in school and oh, yeah. then like you're know, like man you guys are awful and then like one of them you know like one of them would like you know, you'd hang out with what one of them one day and you're like wait a minute this guy's actually pretty cool and um like why are you hanging out with those guys? Yeah, you know, like no. you haven't seen interest and stuff, but you just he's a little more awkward than you are. Yeah, hundred percent. That was I was the awkward guy. Um, <laughs> but they appear to be at Stonehenge. There's or at Stonehenge. Um, and like Rumble detects energy and they look for it. I mean, I, I guess okay. Well, okay. The difference here is there's Stonehenge, and then there's this cave they go into, which, which is there's no there's no cave near yeah. Stonehenge. Like well, Stonehenge, like on, it's on, a, on like a like a hill. Yeah, like, it's standing it's, stones, which is fine. Yeah, um, sure. You know, it could be. They, but they go in this cave though, and um, and and there are like runes, like Viking runes. So there's no te- there's no telling where these guys are. These guys could be in like Canada. They could be in <laughs> like Iceland. They could be in Ireland. They could be in like actual Viking countries. You know, they could. Actually, you know, like, there's a. There's, it's funny the um, up in. I think it's New Hampshire. There is the American Stonehenge. You heard of this? No, um, but go ahead. I'll tell you about this. The the uh, the, the Alabama Stonehenge, though. So, uh... oh God, okay. Oh, I do mm-hmm. actually I do know that one. So we'll get mm-hmm. to that in a second. But yeah, yeah they actually it is an actual Stonehenge. They don't know who made it. It lines up um, when they when they believe it was built. It lines up with like you know um, the solstice, the equinox. Uh, like it's oh, the yeah. way it's laid out. Yeah, but it's cut. It's buried in the ground. It's not standing stones. It's like kind of you could walk down into it. It's just oh, yeah? like a conversation pit. They just discovered it, you know, out there, you know, who knows how many years ago. Huh. But they don't know who made it. And they it's um it's got really no records on it. But it's just laid out perfectly where it would be for Equinox and Solstice. Maybe it was time traveling Decepticons. Who knows? Um who knows? Yeah. But, oh, but anyway, anyway, there's a there's an Alabama Stonehenge also. It's actually uh like uh, not even an hour from where I live. It is uh there's a this marina over in in alabama um like near the gulf near the, the coast in alabama where that this like really kind of kind of bizarre i guess uh like rich dude owns 
he owns that, but he owns like tons and tons of land. Uh, all around it and uh he's just like some nutcase and uh decided that he wanted to like buy like giant fiberglass dinosaurs and, and they're, so they're all over they're hidden all over the road so you when you're driving this marina you can stop and like look in the woods for these uh for these giant like life-size fiberglass dinosaurs but there's also off the road there's also a stonehenge like a like a giant fiberglass stonehenge you can park and you can go up to the stonehenge and like it's it's like a, like an exact one-to-one replica of stonehenge but but fiberglass and then you go to the marina and there's uh there's like a little little uh like these woods you can walk through and there's um there's knights there's uh these there's like seven knight statues you can walk around and find that you find all of them and then but then in the water right out right off the docks there there's the lady of the lake and it is a giant like um but basically it's like from like the shoulders up, like her head and shoulders are floating in the water. And there's like a hand with a sword and then like the knees are floating. So it looks like a giant, like a 50 foot giant is like, is like, <laughs> like laying in the, in the bay with a sword in her hand. <laughs> God, that, uh, that, that sounds amazing. It sounds like a goofy golf place, but um, it, it, it very much is like goofy golf type stuff, but it's like yeah. this dude, but it, this guy's like a billionaire. And and like just decided to put it. He just thought it would be cool to have it at his marina. And I'm like, you know what? You know what? You know, as much as as much as I'm in favor of guillotines for the for the billionaires, if I was a billionaire, that's the kind of dumb stuff that I would do. And I and yeah, so I'm okay. That sounds that. awesome. Yeah, actually, I I got one more story off of that. So um, you know, I live in Auburn, and uh, there's this um, the Auburn Museum of Art, which is on uh, when you come uh, through from uh, I-85, you come down to uh, college. It's on the right there. And there's just like a little pond out in front of it and stuff. The cool sculptures all behind it and everything like that. For like, the first year, year and a half I lived here, I kept seeing these two dudes. It was like statues of dudes in the water, like up to here. And they had bunny ears on. Oh, yeah? I, I don't, there's no explanation, man. It was like, I guess it was an art thing that some, probably some student did, but it almost looked like um you know someone's wearing you know the uh, the bunny uh, pajamas the onesie that uh you know um he, the, the kid wears in um Christmas story yeah it was kind of like that except dudes with like you know mustaches and beards two of them facing each other in the water and like you'd see like ducks and you know weather birds just perch on them stuff like anyways it's eccentric okay. weird art things but uh huh. okay yeah. fair enough um, well so speaking yeah. of eccentric weird things though and so. They're like they're dying for energy, and like Rumble's like, "Hey, look, I found this cool thing." And there's these these weird symbols, and he starts punching him, and and Starscream like beats him aside, like, "No, no, no, let me do it. I'm gonna push the buttons. I'm gonna push the buttons. I'm gonna. There might the be energy, and I I, I could yeah. use it first for you." <laughs> so um yeah, he goes like beep 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 beep. All he does is he presses buttons. It's like he's opening the Stargate, and <laughs> the um the in the this whole you know archway thing is there, and they walk through it. And they end up on the other side with like these knights on horseback attacking. These guys charge right at him. And yeah. uh, dude, uh, Starscream hits this dude with an open palm strike. Uh, he <laughs> comes in and like, um, <laughs> I was going to make a real dumb uh, like Japanese pro wrestling joke that probably one person on the face of the earth would get, but uh, I'm just going to let it go. Um, but it was very cool. He just slapped him uh, like dead off his horse. Oh, it's fantastic. It, they like call him like strange looking all about I mean, okay. At this point, um, yeah, they call them strange-looking Autobots. That's right, because they because they, the, the Decepticons see these guys in armor and they think that they're robots. 
Yeah, which okay. And I'm like, okay, that's uh, uh they say like, oh, there's humans in like metal. Okay, whatever, that works. This well, this one guy, like after the guy gets slapped, um, he uh, he, we're doomed. He's he's just done. He's like because it's yeah. like the oh, they see like a metal giant, you know, coming, yeah. you know, coming out, coming into to fight them, and uh, yeah, I mean, I think I was doomed too. Oh that's yeah, what, dude, right. I, I would think that now. Like we don't live in like medieval times. I'm still think that, um. Oh, spoiler neither did they they live in the day in the dark ages but Ooh. uh times oh so this one is just sorry. Main... sorry i didn't mean to offend your uh your your sense of time nerdiness um uh, you, you know the, I, I typed a lot of things up about that I'm, but i'm gonna let that go because uh <laughs> okay. it um uh, of uh, like out of place uh anachronistic uh, suits of armor and, and such oh, yeah okay. um at least they didn't uh you know like i'm thinking of the medieval times joke from a uh, cable guy where you like you know do you have pepsi in medieval times um, I, yeah <laughs> you, know, was, you do get, get the pastry of the castle at medieval times and is which is actually pretty delicious i've oh, never never been there Oh, you should go. Oh, it's a lot of fun. You should absolutely go to medieval times. Uh, yeah. So, but uh, speaking of, uh, okay. of medieval, medieval times, though, the uh, the the lead guy, the lead knight here is like, okay, th- this is going to go down as the worst set of subtitles in the his oh, in I all of Transformers because uh, like they only work about half the time. Okay, and the other half of the time, it's like, the sentences aren't complete and everything is wrong. But anyway, this dude is called. I can't understand what they're saying, but the subtitles called him Sir Wagon, and that, that's that's all I heard. The entire episode was it was Sir Wagon, and I'm like, well, this guy, this guy's called Sir Wagon. Um, uh, <laughs> it's, it's making me think of the joke from uh, uh, Robin Hood uh, Menatites, like, and all the commodes and all the kingdoms shall be called Johns. Um, the uh, <laughs> Sir Wagon. Okay. Sir wagon. So the the subject I was trying to figure out what year they're in, and uh, so and here we go with with a bunch of stuff here, and uh, so um, th- this guy eventually says that that they're in. Sir wagon says they're in five forty three, uh, Anno Domini. The subtitles called it five forty three, or they called it forty three, Arnold Dominic. Mm. <laughs> That's my new headcanon for AD now. 43 Arnold Dominic. Arnold Dominic. Um, <laughs> Man, the subtitles do not like Latin. Dude, 43 Arnold Dominic. This is real good. That's, that's That works for me, man. Arnold Dominic from now on. We live in uh, 2023 Arnold Dominic right now. <laughs> Arnold Dominic. <laughs> oh, mods, well, that's, please. That's, that's, um, that's going to be the... Um, part of the title of this episode arnold dominic arnold dominic love it okay so um but dude hoist in um warpath along spike walk through also and they run into was that nimoy is that her what did it call her on the subtitles the subtitles changed literally every time they said her name nimoy (laughs) Nimily was the first one that I got, so I went with Nimily the, the entire time. I think it may have been something else. I had the sound down a little bit, so um, yeah, Nimily, I think, is was what I got out of it here. Um, I think, yeah, so but Nimily. Spike, Spike forgot all about Carly, he was just Dude, like, he did he? He's Dude, like, well, he hey, like different zip code, man, different time, different century. Dude, hey, this guy pulled the total bill and Ted, he found the, he found the historical babe. <laughs> <laughs> well. 
bad <laughs> spoiler alert doesn't work out the same thing it doesn't work out it doesn't work out not quite a, yeah not going but anyway, you know as a side note there was a, a part here um the, the first of many uh discrepancies with the with the actual year itself where starscream said that he was like wait a minute he as he it, it dawned on starscream that uh that he was like, well, I'm the only Decepticon here and Megatron's not here. Neither are the Autobots. So I can rule. So as you can see the plan hatching in his, in his head here. So he's like, like, I've got 1,461 years before Megatron and the Autobots show up. So I did the math there and, uh, and adding uh, 1,461 to the year 543 Arnold Dominic. And that would mean that uh, Transformer takes place in the year 2004 so you were you saying this starscream is really bad at math yes so that's exactly what i'm saying is that starscream is really starscream's okay so so if we can go for the marvel no prize here mm-hmm. oh yeah remember, remember you remember no prizes where you had to explain oh, yes. continuity okay yes. or, or you know <laughs> holes in continuity so maybe because he's so low on energy yeah the, the, his like the, the calculator in his brain wasn't working correctly yeah yeah that, that's the same reason i make mistakes all the time too when i'm low in on energy that's exactly i'm often low i'm very often low on energy yeah. so, or, or so i say so um uh yeah so but but hoist uh scans uh Nimely's outfit and and he's he comes up with the fact that in his data bank he comes up with the fact that he's from 542 arnold oh. dominic and not 543 fashions change a lot in medieval times I mean, you know, dark, dark ages, dark, dark ages, ages. Yes. Yeah. Not medieval times as right. we've already right. discussed, but, um, well, I mean, yeah, look, it's a year off. I mean, can she not be wearing the same dress from a year ago? You still wearing the clothes you wore from a year ago? Dude. Yeah, I am. Well, hey, that was cause we're middle-aged dudes and we, and we, we, we both probably own, we've probably owned the shirts we're wearing for the, for 10 years. Oh dude. Okay. I need you to say that for my wife. And she says, why do you still have the shirt? Like, cause I like it. Why, why shouldn't I, man? I, the only way I get rid of shorts is I've got the hole in the butt's too big and I got to get rid of it at that point. But uh, otherwise, yeah, they, these are, yeah. Okay. Uh, that's yeah. a whole different tangent. But um, yeah, exactly. Um, So yeah, he, he scans them. And it was a really, I don't know what kind of like information database Hoist has. I kind of thought architecture would be a big thing, but he'd like to look at a castle and say, oh, well, architecture yeah. means that we're in this time. Oh, apparently, mm-hmm. women's fashion is a big thing for him. Historical. Uh, uh, yeah. Historical. Historical, historical uh, women's. Uh, dark ages. Fashion. Dark ages era yeah. women's. Uh, yes. Um, yeah. There's a so there, there's a weird um, subtitle uh, thing here where they're, they're talking about uh, somebody in Ramjet and they say uh, the subtitle said Saranjet. <laughs> oh, oh no! No, he calls him Sir Ramjet because uh, uh, all the all the Autobot Decepticons immediately got knighted, like out yeah. of the like the second they were there, they were well, knights. They demanded it. Uh, well, yeah, but they, they call so they they called him Sir Ramjet, but it said Saranjet, like Saran wrap. And which um, every time I, every time I hear anything uh, involving Saran wrap, I always think of this really dumb throwaway bit from like Mad Magazine in like 1988, where it was like it it, uh, it was like, hey, what if celebrities endorsed products and uh, one of them was uh susan sarandon had susan saran wrap and i'm like it's the dumbest thing but it has but stuck in that. my head since i'm like every, every time i think of susan sarandon i'm like susan saran wrap that, that's so dumb but i love that they immediately go back like nimily has no problem jumping into a uh, hoist 
either. Like, no, she doesn't. I, I figured they were going to drop in like, a, oh, let me get into this enchanted carriage you have here. But no, she's yeah. just like, oh, yeah, my dad will be so happy to see you guys. Like, huh? yeah, he just jumps right in. Like, no problem at all. And like Spike's excited. He's like, oh, because <laughs> right back with her, you know, and you got to think they're in the dark ages, not medieval times. Um, <laughs> she probably isn't the most um, um, like doesn't have the best hygiene. But uh, you know, anyways, no no teeth brushing and stuff. Oh, she probably stinks. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. She's been out there um running from uh Decepticons and all that. So mm-hmm. they get back and immediately they pr- try to put um Spike in an off-the-rack suit of armor. <laughs> and he's terrible at this. Yeah, he's really bad at being like they, they just bring bring this guy right in. This this guy's from they, no one knows who this guy is, they give him a suit of armor. Mm-hmm. They're just peasants over there mining the the fields for the feudal lords. It's like I I like a suit of armor. No peasants. Okay, no, no. Keep, keep raking potatoes. Um. So yeah, yeah. This, you this keep farming that dirt. Yeah, uh, magic carriage shows up. So uh, yeah, <laughs> man. Magic carriage. And they're like, yeah, come, come on in, man. You guys are cool. Yeah, yeah. Don't mind the transforming giant, you know, metal <laughs> yes. Um. And then yeah, so. He can't wear this off the rack suit of armor. So, um, like, which you, that's not even a thing. You know, you, everyone's had armor made for them. So, Hoist is like, I, I got you, and like scans Spike, and then he takes this piece of metal and like makes armor. And yeah, he like forges it right there, like with a, with a laser beam. Yeah, he's like, oh, but now he's low energy, but you know, which is the, uh, the entire well, plot of the episode is a plot of the episode. Yeah, we're a low end energy. Let's see what we can do in the dark ages in 542, you know. Or maybe so, or is it 543? 543. Well, you know, maybe, maybe so. I don't know. Um, according to fashion, it's 542. Right, right. But uh yeah, yeah so um, girls wearing wearing these old out of date, wearing last year's clothes, dude. Oh was, yeah. And so yeah, they, they put Spike to joust. <laughs> Why? Like was there just was there just like a tourney go like a tournament going on that they were like yeah, you're put this guy on a oh, horse man like uh, like this dude has no he's not knighted he's not a well he, apparently he is now he's uh, he's got a, his own armor he's got a he puts him on a horse with barding full barding and everything and like he gets him a, a jousting you know yeah uh, what was it the joust, what's the uh, term for a jousting um the tilt uh, huh what the tilt the tilt is that the tilt the whole talk, wait, wait wait what are you talking about. The jousting pole, the um, the, the lance, lance. lance. Yeah. <laughs> you forgot the word lance. I did. I mean, like, okay. I, I I remember some really dumb things. Um, uh, yeah, and I, I apologize also, man. I, I I drove seven hours to go do a lab in J, Florida yesterday in the woods. Then I'm you know back here today. It's been a heck of a week. No, so man. yes, I forgot lance. Forgive okay. me. But uh, you know, at least I got my. I didn't. You know, I didn't say you know medieval times like you did. <laughs> So, I yeah, mean, um, they they put him in there as as the champion. For some reason, he's now the champion of this feudal lord. For some reason, and like, yeah, yeah, uh, I I don't know, man. Um, I don't know. It, it, yeah, well, they, they immediately realize that he's terrible at this. He's really bad at this. But Rumble he gets, shows he gets up unhorsed, like immediately unhorsed, and he's like holding onto his horse's tail and getting drugged by the by the horse's tail. Yeah, it was hilarious. And you notice he has a shield that has an Autobot symbol on it too. By the way, I did notice that, and that was I thought that was very cool. I thought I thought like his device was a an Autobot symbol. I thought yeah, you know, cool. I thought it was kind of silly at first, but I'm thinking like, well, that's kind of his crest, I guess. So yeah, yeah, it makes it makes sense. Yeah, uh, Rumble shows up 
on uh, Ramjet. He's riding Ramjet like a horse. This is great. fantastic. This is so cool. And so, yeah, then like the red, the red knight, the other, uh, the other main knight here. Who I, I didn't catch his name, but like they just call him the red knight. And uh, yeah. so, it, like he, uh, he does the same thing with Warpath. And so, yeah, so for the second time in this episode, Ramjet has rammed himself directly into the front of Warpath and just completely destroyed, like wrecked, like the nose cone of, of the yeah. jet. And I'm yeah. like, that's not what jets are designed for. No, like, he's not. Um, and there's a reason he's, he's put on a new uh, nose cone, also, or something like that. There's a reason the tanks are called armor. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's a reason why jets have wings and and like engines and oh, uh, jet engines, and like why tanks have treads and big guns and like armor all over them. Yes. So. Yeah, this is this is cool. It was kind of cool though, because like you know, you get to see the you know, the, like almost like the cavalry charge. Because like, like, like I don't know if I've said this on the show before, but like in any kind of movie with like medieval style mm-hmm. or dark ages style uh, battles, uh, the, the 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 scene where the you know the two armies are running each other because it, it always happens where like it always they always kind of direct it the same where it's like. It's like you know you, you get the you know the dudes are running you know and then you, know, you get the dramatic music and then like the music stops and then you just get these two like wall dudes yeah and it's silent and it just and it's the, the crunch that's my the clash is my favorite part and I really love it when there's a cavalry there's cavalry involved if the cavalry win I think it's awesome if the cavalry lose I think that's also awesome I, I don't care like I don't care as long as as long as I get some sort of a clash mm-hmm. in, in, yeah I think it's very cool. Um, do you have a favorite? Uh, you have a favorite like battle clash? Um, honestly, and um, I really think uh, the the I would really think the 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 fight, even though I, I the movie's not great or anything, but the the, the charge um, in in Braveheart when they are like yeah, that, that, yeah that, that's kind of like the gold standard. That was like one of the first yeah. times you ever saw that like in that at that scale on a you know in a in a big movie like that. Um, I think Braveheart's fine. Um, if you take out all the dumb like anachronistic like you know ahistorical stuff in it which is yeah. the entire movie um, <laughs> uh, the entire movie is great if you, if you ignore all that if you ignore the entire movie the movie's pretty good um no i mean for what it is it's like you know if you take it as a you know like a you know a heavily you know mythologized uh you know take on um you know particular real life dude you know i think it's i think it's a it's a it's a very fun movie it is um, and it yeah, uh, it's 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 good. It's fun. It's good enough. Um, okay, so um, real quick, I'm gonna take a huge tangent real quick because uh-oh. um, it, we, dude, we're here like we're recording this a few days for um, like really a couple days for um, Halloween, really. So right. um, it's gonna come out on Halloween. So um, let me ask you, uh, any, any new horror movies you've watched here lately? Because I got one I want to talk about here in a second. Um, I completely you forgot are. to bring this up earlier. In new horror movies um or something you know, you've seen that you know just start, stands out to you that you've watched um no i haven't watched i haven't really watched any new movies at all lately i did re-watch uh last night actually i re-watched um as i was uh as as an aside i i have uh i'm getting over a, a back sprain uh right now and um like this is like day seven of this uh this back sprain and the older you get the the, the more um trivial things trigger those things because I, I i hurt my i hurt my back when i was 17 at a corrosion of conformity uh show and so since i was uh, after i after when i was about 26 or so i 
I heard it again and then I never really healed up correctly, I guess. So about once a year, I tend to, I tend to like throw my back out or sprain my back or whatever. And it's, um, you know, and initially it was from like, oh, I lifted this thing weird, or I was at a weird angle, like cut, cutting some hedges or, um, I was picking something up wrong or something like that. And now it's like, now that I'm, you know, 48, it's like, I was talking on the phone with my mom. You sneezed. And uh, yeah, yeah, that, that's and that, that's how yeah, that, that's what, how I throw my back out these days. But um, so no, last night I was uh, I, I I was taking some muscle relaxers and I drank um, I, I was having a whiskey, so I was a little I don't say loopy, but I was like I was like you know I'm like oh, okay cool, so I want to watch something weird, so I I, I watched um, while I was going to bed I watched a Midsummer. Oh yeah, again, and which is one of, which is like as far as like modern horror films go, that's one of my favorites. But then I woke up, I woke up this morning, and um, I watched like the last like ten minutes of it that I because I, I went to sleep. But uh, and then I watched The Witch, which is oh, which is one of my fa- one of my favorite uh, 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 modern horror films. Which so that's what I've watched. We've talked about. I, I think we've talked about those before. And there's nothing that I can say about either one of those movies. Oh, yeah. Somebody smarter than me hasn't already said so. Um, well, know, some other like guy a, with a beard hasn't said on another podcast. So. Yeah, exactly. Um, so we actually, um, so I told you like a thing about a week ago. I went to look on uh, Shutter for Mandy because we were like, we haven't watched it in a while. I kind of want to watch Mandy, which I love that movie. So good. Couldn't, so couldn't find it on there. So I'm like, well, man, we'll see how much it costs on you know Amazon. So it's like eight bucks. Mm-hmm. Worth it, man. So I, uh, I start watching and I'm like, man, there's a lot more to this. Like mm-hmm. the whole thing, the whole beginning started a, a lot, you know, a lot. I don't know, it went on a lot longer. Had um, Starless from um, uh, uh, King, King Crimson, Crimson yeah. which is a fantastic song. And all these things that were added to it. And I'm like, man, this is a lot longer than the cut they had on Shutter. It's like, I feel like the cut on the head they had on Shutter was, um, had on Shutter was, it was kind of trimmed down and edited for like a shorter runtime, like hour and a half or something like this. This is, this is like a two hour cut. There was a lot more of that really cool animation in it. There's a lot more stuff with the revenge going on, and um, he drops some really bad acid in the uh, like towards the middle of the he's fighting and stuff. All that stuff was not in the shutter version, so this is like, oh, this is the definitive version. This is great, so much more uh, stuff in there. So that, I, I talked to you about that earlier this past week. I, the thing is, I've only seen that version. I've only okay. I, I I didn't see it until I watched it on iTunes, and that's the version that's on iTunes. I had no idea, and I'm so much happier. I, I, I it's worth it to me to ha- own that and uh, see that. But um, also, I, so we saw we watched it last night. It was on my uh, my wife's list for a while. It's called Mother with exclamation point. I don't oh, know if, you, yeah. if you've seen that, no, I haven't. But uh, I uh, I have some friends that are uh, my more horror uh, inclined friends and acquaintances on uh yeah uh on um or around uh yeah of of. And I don't know if I would call it horror, but it's definitely like a psychological thriller. Same guy who did uh, Black Swan. Mm. Um, really cool movie. Um, I immediately wanted to wake up today and start at, like seeing what people thought about it because it's very, uh, this is very obviously um, loaded with uh, biblical, um, you know, I guess symbolism. But it was, it was like so so confusing because there's other stuff that doesn't really fit with that. So it was a really cool movie. It made me unbelievably um anxious watching it and really like pissed off through a lot of it just because of things that the characters were doing not not pissed off at the um at the character that um Jen, uh, jennifer lawrence was playing she's actually the one i was like you know trying like yelling at the screen like come on do something but um <laughs> yeah the uh the guy um i cannot think of his name right now uh, uh french actor um was he the guy who was uh, no no country for old men 
Um, oh, anyways, uh, yeah, he play he plays the the husband. Anyways, really interesting movie. I don't want to talk about it because I don't want to give anything away. But uh, it was one of the ones that makes you angry, and you you you, you um. I will say this as a um, as a uh, student of science because I'm trying to finish up my uh, bachelor's of science right now. Um, it made me even more upset after I realized what it was about. So, um, anyways, I'll leave it there. Um, Mother is on Peacock, I think. Um, Paramount Plus or Peacock, one of the two. Anyways, yeah, really good, weird, maybe angry, really you know awkward movie. So, uh, yeah. But anyways, back on this man. I just remember we were going to talk about that. I completely went past all that earlier. Um. So yeah, man. Starscream is they're they're like doing that fight, the jousting, and Starscream is just done with chivalry. He's like, man, forget this. He grabs Nimoy and takes off. Yeah, he's he's yeah, he kidnaps her. He kidnaps her. And then, but then what do, what do we get then? That we get a druid. We get this druid comes out of out of nowhere, and he's got like an owl hanging out with him. Is there a druid with a with a certain name we might know? I mean, he seems. Very... Did they name him? Did he have a name? I kind of thought it was um. I thought it was supposed to be Merlin. I mean, I thought I figured it was supposed to be Merlin, but like, okay, but spo- spoiler for the rest of the episode here is that King Arthur never shows up in this in this episode. Like, like, like dude, Merlin, Merlin out outlived. He lived before them. He, he, you know, he was he was much older. Come on, yeah, but I mean, like, I mean, the, the episode is called "A Decepticon Raider in King Arthur's Court." King Arthur is not in this episode. Well, you know, it was it was named after that uh, the uh, the or the uh, story by. Uh, um, Mark Twain by Mark Twain, yeah, yeah, right? It, and, it, it, yeah, exactly. And which and it is not spoil. Like I'm, I don't know if you've ever read that or not, but uh, this does not follow that. Um, well, I mean, at a surface level, a little bit, um, but it does not really follow the yeah. Especially the, and, and thematically, it is absolutely not uh, does not follow that at all because it's uh, you know, the, the Twain story has a lot of themes of. Um, uh oh man like 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 class struggle and this kind of thing and um like you know there's a a cool part where the 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 yankee takes king arthur and they they disguise themselves and they go through and to see how the peasants live Hmm. and uh it kind of uh you know leads to like a lot of reforms of of how um the the ruling class treats the 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 peasant class and and this kind of thing so it's a a fantasy okay yeah that's definitely yes yes so very yes it's very much a a liberal fantasy um yeah yeah yeah, yeah, um, man uh this druid which i assume is merlin is doing his whole cryptic thing he's talking like cryptic rhymes about and like he's very i don't know it's like he's talking around the situation i don't know he gives this owl a uh a rat tail as a snack i was uh yeah, it does which cool. actually makes again that, that, that's I mean, yeah, makes that makes sense. on yeah yeah uh, so we're back at the um at the castle where starscream and rumble and all of them are hanging out and they're sir, it's a sir wagon's castle oh sir wagon's castle of course sir wagon's, sir wagon's castle yeah they're coughing for me on energy yeah, why are they calling it coughing? What is like General Grievous over here? Like, what's, what's going on here? <laughs> like lozenge. Um, <laughs> so some peasant gives Starscream all of Sir Wagon's treasure and jewels so he can make yeah. gold, golden wire for a dynamo. <laughs> Sir Wagon is like, that's all my treasure. He took a handful of gold and made spaghetti out of it. <laughs> He's like, I'm just going to spend. He, he made some pasta. He made some pasta. Yeah, but yeah, it, it, it was, was like it was spinning gold thread, man. 
Um, which th- this whole thing actually is uh, a bit of a theme from Connecticut Yankee and King Arthur's Court is okay, but, but the, the protagonist does this and not a villain that comes through. You know, it's not like, you know, it's not like a, you know, like a, like a Carnegie comes through with him. And, you know, and so what you're saying is this is a bit of a, um, a nod to the story that this is a, you know, a nod to anyways with the title. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, in, in the, in the Twain story, the, the, yeah. the protagonist, like, uh, like basically builds up an entire uh, in secret uh, uses this knowledge that he has and builds up an entire like 19th century style infrastructure um, and builds all these factories and schools in secret. And, uh, and then like reveals it and, uh, and, and uh, yeah, so it's, and he it, it basically modernizes England, uh, you know, uh, like 550 AD uh, Arnold Dominic uh, England and makes it uh you know like a, like a he just basically you know skips over you know 1200 years or 1300 years or whatever of uh of, of you know development but that's that that's basically what it is there um gotcha but, okay I'm but yeah make so it, make it so starscream like it. makes this wire and, and all this and but then he gets these peasants to uh to like push the co- the conan wheel um around yeah. to make it to, <laughs> so they can generate energy and uh and but you know and um i've said before how the Decepticons, a lot of times they have real good ideas about like you know clean energy and renewable energy and green energy and i'm like but th- this is totally a, like a new thing normally it's like solar or wind or whatever but now i'm like maybe we should go to a barbarian based power grid well, then you have you have uh, you have uh, barbarians who are uh, forged on the wheel and they'll fight in arenas and then they'll they'll uh, they'll yell out to Crom and they'll fight off wolves. I mean, that's a whole thing, man. That's a whole subculture you can develop from that. That's what I'm saying. We can go to a barbarian based power grid. It's fine. Like, uh... well, you know, then I'll just become a thief and they'll he'll piss off the uh, the <laughs> snake dark god and um, and it's just a, it's a whole problem, man. They're not doing anything wrong. They're making human soup up there on their hill. They're cults. Yeah, whatever. It's fine. Yeah. So, yeah, so just... a bird, a bird poops on Starscream after this. Yeah, man. Um, <laughs> they're trying, <laughs> trying to figure out how to get this. Yeah, he poops on him, and like they're trying to get all the um this this stuff together. They're collecting charcoal, rock salt, potassium nitrate. Um, they're getting the. They're trying to figure out where they get the potassium nitrate. And when yeah, when the seagull poops on Starscream, and then yeah. And then Rumble's sent off to to collect all the bird poop. Yep, he comes back with a lot of it too, man. It's like, um, it's like, a, like a bucket full of it, and it's all over his head, and they're all hanging on him. The, really the subtitles uh, call Star, a Starscream a sunscreen here. That was, that was <laughs> um, so. Uh, but but the, the girl whose name I already Nimoli uh, Nimoli. Yeah, so, but now she she ends up in the tower with Sir Wagon, and now she's all like smitten with Sir Wagon. She forgot all about Spike. Well, yeah, man. Um, you know, um, this is one of those. I, I don't know. It's it's one of those you know tropes where, like where the the bad guy isn't really that bad, where he sees yeah. his situation. like we've never actually talked. We've never we've never talked as as you know equals or people together. And like, oh, and I suddenly realize that you don't smell as bad as the other people in my, my, uh, my little feudal kingdom here. So uh, I think you're pretty nice. If I can put it in the parlance of, uh, of the, the modern times, uh, girls only want the Chad. They do not want, they do not want the nice guy. <laughs> oh man. That's a whole bucket of uh, <laughs> tangents. So you know, spikes, Spike, a, spikes an incel spikes, a, a 4chan incel is, uh, is he's also like 16. Uh, was Spike's a 4chan incel? Uh, like, oh, you're uh, actually sorry, like, sorry. I was uh, just adding to that. I, I guess you're right. You're right. 
<laughs> oh, so Sir Chad, uh, Sir Giga Chad over here is, uh, is I think that's what they call. It. I don't know. I, I hear my son say these words often, and I am. I'm, I'm, he I'm, says I'm, he was going saying Giga Chad. Giga Chad, yeah, Giga, yeah, that's Giga Chad. Amazing. Yeah, so, uh, so the Decept there's a part where the Decepticons are, uh, or Spike got tossed over the ramparts, and um, uh, and like he just immediately just ripped his armor off because we didn't drown. Which I'm like, like okay, fine, whatever. Uh, but he's, he's underwater and stuff. For, yeah, all the buckles come uh, come right off here. Um, so if this was D and D, he would have taken like six D six of drowning damage, though he'd be dead. <laughs> um, <laughs> so. It would have been a water elemental down there, also. Right, right. without a doubt. <laughs> so, uh, but so he's underwater, and the Decepticons are like are like planning this stuff, and um, and uh, Ramjet's like, "Oh, hey, you got the, the potassium nitrate, and we need to get this in the the, the silver and the charcoal." And Spike pops out of the water. He's like, "They're getting charcoal and silver. Like, how did he hear him underwater? He can't hear anything underwater like that." No, ridiculous. This is stretch the limits of my believability. I can't. Like, yeah, my I mean, this, this did it right here. This is was this is the final straw, man. This is what killed the uh, believability. I get you, man. Charcoal Spike, Spike being immersed and hearing broke my immersion. Yeah, not not the ripping off his uh, armor from him being um from two thousand four to uh, five forty three. It was quick release armor. He had uh, yeah, yeah. He like break, hit, breakaway. Hit, hit, it was like it's like those track pants you have with the the oh the the, uh, the tearaways. Yeah, party party boy. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't. I never put that together. But yeah, that, that's exactly yeah. it. Yeah, he's, oh, got God, break, 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 he's got breakaway tracksuit armor. He's like uh, he's in the Lakers. Uh, so Warpath, uh, <laughs> Warpath, I'm just seeing you the Pontius dance. <laughs> the party boy dance. He's also party right now. So. <laughs> So Warpath gets his army together to lay siege to this castle, and he's got uh, a total of uh, uh, ten men with spears and fifteen knights, and they're, they're going to go lay siege to this castle with ten, 10 guys with spears, and and these guys are have no pants on. They 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 are they're only wearing like male hauberks, and uh, they have some spears. Uh, this is pretty cool. Um, I, I, I applaud this. Especially yeah. when Warpath, like one, like Warpath by himself, could have basically just taken out this entire castle by himself with uh, with no fear of, of low energy, man. Can't do much. So, mm. so um, I, I got to say, this is like the amount of knights that they had at in the um, Army of Darkness. They try to make it look like there was like you know a full army, but there's only like ten dudes hanging out, and like you know they had to try to make it look a little different all the time. But it's just the same ten dudes all the time. It's like it's like it's like they just got ten dudes from medieval times. They just got the the blue knight, the green knight. The black and white night, <laughs> yellow night, red night, yeah, um, the Pepsi night, the Pepsi night, like, uh, turkey um, leg night. Oh yeah. Um, so there's this guy, Sir Wolf. He's been in this episode since the start, but never got really a name. But he's a he's a big fat knight with a uh, with yeah. a cool. Uh, he has a bad guy mustache. He has a, a Dude, curly mustache. How come this guy gets the cool name, Sir Wolf? Sir Wolf, this guy's awesome, but he's super cool because he picks up Sir Wagon and he press slams him over the over the wall and just tosses just tosses him out of the out, out, out of the castle. <laughs> this guy's great, man. Give me a spinoff of Sir Wolf versus and and Sir Wagon, like. Uh, um, I, I think and uh, I think that his name was supposed to be Sir Wigan. I think is what he's supposed to be called. Sir Wigan, 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 like the like the like the town of Wigan. Yeah, I, don't know. I guess I, will I, I, I guess I, I don't know. Um, 
Yeah, so here comes this druid again. Uh, this is pretty cool. Dude, he casts Call Lightning. Casts Call Lightning, which is a, which is a for uh, for you three D and D fans out there. Yeah, that's a druid. That's a druid spell. It's not a wizard spell. No, oh, yeah, it, he yeah. he calls lightning, and actually, it was a Call Storm or a Call Lightning. Anyways, yeah, he calls oh, yeah, whatever, whatever it is, I'm, and uh, and like empowers Warpath and Hoist just enough. To make it yeah, they felt they said it felt good though, so uh, good for them. Yeah, yeah, man. Wait, <laughs> Dude, I'm sure uh, when I, if I'm hungry, you know, um, like I, I, I dry biscuit is you know, gonna be great for me too. I don't know, man. Um, this is more than dry. This is like a hamburger, man. This is more yeah, than a dry biscuit. Maybe, maybe like it was like a really bad uh, McDonald's cheeseburger, like real small. But hey, I'll take it, man. I'll, you know. But uh, so they jumped the moat and rammed through the castle wall. <laughs> it's just cool. It's just cool. And if I were uh, Sir Wagner, I'd be like, dude, 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 it's my, my castle. Stop. Oh, we're cool now, right? But, but Sir uh, Wolf has occupied the castle, though. So you got to you know. get in. You got to root him out, man. Um, so, yeah, the, 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 the kind of the fighting, you know, kind of comes to uh, they, they destroy the uh, the the dynamo and the kind of the fighting kind of comes to an end here. It's like a siege wagon Tesla coil. It is actually it really much. It, yeah, it kind of um, is. Um, I, I love it. Do uh, they're trying to get all charged up and like Star screams like hanging out under the the uh, the charging portal thing that they they they're like. <laughs> come on, come on, Star Scream! You've been in there for a while. He's well. I need more than you do. <laughs> He's like saying like I'm more important. I'm going to hang out here longer. They're like, like uh, no one wants to like go fight over the shower. Like uh, use all the hot use all the hot water. Yeah, he's the guy who woke up first, got out of the hot water. They were pissed off. They're going to have to take cold showers now. Uh, yeah, exactly that. But uh, yeah, old Sir Wagon, he's like, he he's just, you know, t- twists like a little wire together and puts it on Nimui's finger. Like, I, I'm sorry, it's not a proper ring or something along like, those lines. She's like, bro, you're rich. You had a treasure chest full of treasures. Like, But it's all spun gold now. It's on a dynamo that's melting now. It's fine. It's still gold. It's all, it was his grandma's gold. He said earlier it was his grandmother's gold. And then, like, uh, Spike's like, oh, he didn't get the girl. But he's a, he has an MIT student girlfriend in the modern times. So the Chad, the Chad, once again. one Yeah, the Chad gets it. I don't know why. I think Carly just uses Spike to get with the Autobots, honestly. But, you know, totally using him. She uses them for science, I guess. Yeah, thing, yeah so. of course she does. But yeah, so, so this wrapped up, but we got we get like a little we get like a little bonus thing. They do. I know it's great. So the, so the druid leads them back to the. He explains the whole thing that he built this uh, the Stonehenge, like the time tunnel or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then like a dragon moved into it. So they go back, and what's in this cave? We get an actual dragon. A green we got dragon. A, actual dragon. This was super cool. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and then, like he has like this, he's like, um, what does he say? It's like I've got my dragon fire here to scare him off, and it's dragon's, like dragon's bane. He's got dragon's like dragon repellent. That's what it was. Dragon's yeah, bane. Dragon it's yeah. it's gunpowder. He like has a little gunpowder yeah. bomb. He throws the, the dragon. Dragon's like, nah, dude, I'm, nah, I don't, I want to deal with that right now. And they all run in there and they go back in time and man, they get back over there and Starscream like tackles Megatron. It's like, oh, Megatron. Okay, so this was really, that was a really weird scene because it looked almost like, like the the, the dialogue did not look like it matched what was going on with that because what's going on in in the, in this is like, 
with, with dialogue is like like Megatron, didn't you miss me? Like 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 aren't you happy I'm back or whatever? But it it's animated like they're like legitimately like he's like legitimately like going for the throat like he's like he's trying to fight Megatron and kill him or whatever. It was really it was really those are the kind of a, a discord of uh, what was going on there. It was really weird. But yeah. then the whole the whole episode for, like it, he's like like hey Megatron I'm back and Megatron just looks at the camera and he makes this like Arnold or uh, uh, Celestial Stallone face and just goes no. Yeah. And that was the end of the episode. <laughs> He's like, man, I got rid of you. Um, yeah, he like Strash came tackles him like you know, like a dog would, you know, he's excited to see like, oh, come he jumps all over again and stuff, like, get off me. He's um, you know, he, he's you know, he's pretty de- dejected, even though he tries to, you know, you know, uh, usurp Megatron all the time. Oh uh, you know, yeah, whatever, you know. Um, yeah. yeah, so this is one of those episodes I saw a lot growing up and I always hated it, but like, going back and watching it now, it's just kind of goofy. It's just <laughs> very, it's very um it reminds me of the uh star trek the uh the original series episode where they are um they go there's like this whole thing where they had to pretend they're cowboys and they're like oh, fit yeah. in. i can't yeah. not remember the name it's like the, i don't know what was going on with that episode but there's like the okay corral thing yeah it it's not it's re- not that yeah it's i thought you were gonna say city on the edge of tomorrow at first but no, it's not, it's that's not a much better episode which is yeah which is the best star trek episode well yeah, it's pretty good, man. It's, it might be the best one. Balance of Terror is uh, up there as well. That's a good one too. Um, yeah, but for the original series, anyways. Yeah, yeah, from the original, from the original series. I, um, I actually saw. I, I had to tell someone recently who should have known about the uh, the one uh, in the Next Generation where Picard is captured and uh, he has uh, David Warner is uh, as as a Cardassian uh, is trying to uh, gaslight him about the three lights. I, I don't know who David Warner is. Oh my gosh! Um, he played. Oh, you didn't see? You've seen Tron? No, I've never seen Tron. You are the weirdest nerd in my generation. All right, uh, I, I'm pretty sure we've covered the fact that I haven't seen Tron on this show in the past. I, 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 um, okay, David Warner. You know you this this guy. You know him. Oh my god. Okay, I'm a little. While if, you we're if you're here, not I'm watching on YouTube look. right now, Evan's like googling David Warner. Uh, yeah, right I'm now. gonna I'm gonna find things he's been in that you should know, dude. Okay. Titanic, Star Trek Six, The Undiscovered Country. Never seen that one. That's actually a really good, a really good Star Trek movie. Okay, um, yeah, Tron in the mouth of in the mouth of madness. Was he? I, I love like it. it. I love in the mouth of madness. Uh, I don't remember that, but apparently he was. Dude, he's been in so many things. He's done a lot of voice acting. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna sit here on uh, on looking on IMDb while we're all doing this. Um, I don't know, dude. You know, I know you know the guy's name. I know you've heard his his voice. Um, anyways, yeah, so, probably. Um, uh, he, I mean, he, I mean, I don't know. David Warner oh, plays a Cardassian who's torturing Picard, and he's like, "All right, Picard, I will let you go back to your uh, Enterprise if you tell me that there are, you know, if there are four lights. There are three lights. Um, yeah, that whole episode. It's a really good one. Um, that, that's that's yeah. one of the ones. I, but I had to tell people who, who, um, you know the episode I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty sure. I mean, I've seen every episode of the Next Generation. Yeah. Uh, for for better or worse, um, he was actually in Star Trek Five and Star Trek Six. Played two yes. different characters in Star Trek Five and two okay. in Star Trek Six. Um, uh, see, you're looking at it too. I see. All right, okay. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, Star Trek Five is terrible, and I don't know why you watch that. But well, Star Trek Five, Five, yeah, yeah, Five's, yeah, five's terrible. Five's Search terrible. for God. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> why, does he, why does he need a spaceship? Yeah, why does God need a spaceship? That's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, so. Um, 
where was I going with that? My God, okay. I think we were talking. I think we were talking. We were talking about this show and uh, like how we felt about the show overall. I don't know. I, I completely lost why I actually had to find David Warner for you. Um, yeah. So uh, this is though. This is one of those episodes that I, I, I've seen a lot. You know, and it just it's it's. I appreciate it now more than I did back then because um, I've had time away from it. Uh, we we've, we've haven't spoken in a while, so we're friends again. Um, it was just a funny, weird, goofy episode, and no. You know, it was, I guess it's supposed to be uh, character development. It's not at all. It's a throwaway episode. It's, it's no. what I- um, so, uh, so for, for me, man, Kid, Kid Brain loved this episode. This was uh, like, I mean, it, I mean, there was there were cavalry charges. There was yeah. there were knights and like like if there's one thing I love more than robots when I was a kid, it was knights. Um, uh, you know the the you know and all this stuff, dragons, knights, robots, time travel, all this cool stuff. Things that I loved when I was a kid. Um, so, uh, so kid brain's gonna gonna go gonna have to go four cavalry charges out of five four and four good cavalry charges. Four like kingdom of heaven cavalry charges. Wow. Four, Return That's of the King, cavalry charges. Those are those are good. Those are good. Cal- those are good oh. cavalry charges. Um, it, it, no, it was it was a lot of fun. Even though it had like care, like I didn't I didn't care about any of the Autobot. Like I I I, I cannot stand any of the Autobots in this episode. And uh, even as a kid, I don't I don't want to watch these geeks. But Starscream's in it. Starscream's always cool. Um, uh, adult brain. Um, uh, I, I don't know. I, like it was fine. I don't I don't think there was much to like. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Sink into, but uh, it was fine, and um, it was it was good, uh, uh, and it, it got me thinking about um, Mark Twain, which was cool, and um, uh, which I liked a lot. So, um, Adult Brain's gonna go three anachronistic suits of armor out of five because I was very annoyed that there was full plate armor in five in the five hundred eighties uh, because that was not a thing until uh, about almost a thousand years later. So. Uh, uh, I, I I held it in as long as I could. Okay. I held it in the entire episode. Finally, I, I want to pull out my Palladium guides to uh armor and castles and all that. Yeah, I just so bought, I just bought a copy of that the other day. I love that book. It's so, so good. Goodbye. Art art in it is um kind of questionable on the, some of the weapons, but it's mm-hmm. a great book. It's pretty pretty um I don't know. It's pretty uh in, you know in depth. It is. Yeah. It, it is. Um, and, and listeners out there, if you don't know what we're talking about, uh, Pal- Palladium Books was a, a it, it still sort of is a uh, yeah a role playing game company that made uh, uh, a, a Rifts was their big claim to fame. Yeah. It, was, it, was a game yeah. Rift. it was like kind of a, kind of notorious among uh, like tabletop role playing <laughs> folks yes. as uh, like the most uh, overpowered thing where you could play anything from a bum to a dragon starting off. Um, yeah. And anything in between. Um, they also did. Uh, they also did the uh, Robotech uh, Macross. Uh, Robotech, uh, yeah, the Robotech, which is and, to this day, I think, it's the longest single game I've ever run in my entire uh, life. Um, I never actually got to play a game like that. Um, also, they did Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Mutants and Masterminds. They did not do Mutants and Masterminds. Mutant oh, Mutant I thought Mutant they did. Was a different company. They did a game called a Heroes Unlimited. That's was, what I'm thinking of. Heroes Unlimited. But, okay, but they also they had a spinoff of that called uh, Ninjas and Super Spies. Yep. That was like a like a modern day um like James Bond meets uh like Enter the Dragon sort of thing that was um who did uh Mutants and Masterminds? Was it, uh, uh, will, it doesn't really matter, but I want to say it's fantasy games unlimited. Um okay, okay. but I, I might I might be wrong on that. Uh, 
not like we've played you know rpgs for years or anything like that right um, exactly. uh but yeah so um but but anyway it, uh palladium also uh they did a, like a reference work called the palladium book of weapons and castles that is a giant it was uh like a giant book full of uh drawings of tons and tons of swords uh different types of armor castles and all this stuff and it was it was cool because it was um it, it, like in theory it was supposed to like work with like any like rpg like rules so you could just you could you know use that book in like D D or um like gurps or whatever and just yeah. have like and, yeah, and even if you didn't you had that you had a, a giant like 250 uh, page book of uh just a bunch of pictures of cool like swords and clubs yeah. and daggers and armor and stuff they did yeah. all kinds of like armors like they did like um like central america you know mayan armor or like, yeah, like it was real super comprehensive yeah exactly yeah. and uh, it, it was a cool book i um i i, I want to like uh I, I found a copy in a uh one of my local game stores had a nice. uh, like apparently a guy um passed away so his uh kids donated uh or like not donated but they had a bunch of his stuff on consignment there and um yeah. I, like I, there was a like a big like milk crate full of uh like 80s D stuff and i was like ooh, ooh, the palladium book of weapons and uh armor and castles i will got i actually just uh, got a bunch of my old uh rpg books um and i, I found a bunch of them including this old uh D second edition like handbooks like the you know, doors handbook elves handbook um oh, the, the brown cover books are yeah arms and equipment guy yeah, those, 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 those are cool those are very cool i, I found this like man what am i going to do with these things i'm thinking about doing that consignment also well much of those things i've got i don't know just sell them because honestly at this point like what am i gonna do with gnomes and halflings guidebook they're cool they're very cool they're they're cool they're also sitting in boxes and um yeah taking up space and they're heavy dude they're so heavy so uh back to the shelf do like i do put them on a shelf and don't play them from the shelf yeah exactly exactly i've got the raven the original rayblock box set right down there Um, nice yeah yeah. uh so yeah anyways uh back to so Man, like, like I told you, I saw this episode a lot when I was growing up, and uh, I would think uh, Kid Brain actually. I was like tired of seeing it, man. It was like, like all the time, and I don't always go into Kid Brain stuff, but I, I, I remember this episode so flipping much. So I would definitely give this thing like a uh, Kid Brain would give this thing like a eh, two out of two out of five, just because I saw it so much. <laughs> yeah. I mean, go back to it though. I mean, this is actually it's it's funny. It's um the I don't know it just. I love seeing the um, the the D and D stuff from the druid like calm lighting. They're just all those little <laughs> yeah, tidbits. That was, was really that was super cool. I would I definitely get a uh, a good three out of five. Um, I give it a three out of five. Anachronist. Well, no, you already used that. God, I already used that, man. You gotta come up. Gotta come up. You got. Yep. I will. I would know. I will give this three out of five uh, drops of of seagull poop on uh rumble's head and uh that would be good for me man um honestly it was it was just fun um so yeah um yeah guys sorry about the last you know last week it was just i had so much going on uh ed was sick and you know we know now why um we just we kind of keep this thing going pretty regularly but you know life gets in the way sometimes dude i i got up saturday morning at 4 a.m to get ready to drive down to Jay, Florida, to go walk in the woods for three hours, and then drove back to Auburn. So it's been just one of those weeks. And uh, I told you about the carpet thing already. It's uh, my, my my wife turned 40. Um, so it was just one of those busy, busy weeks. So I appreciate everyone hanging with us and checking us out. Um, seeing the new, um, new subscribers on YouTube is always cool too. Um, appreciate you guys being there and listening and, Appreciate you all for hanging out with us. This couple of aging nerds talking about, you know, 22 minute toy commercials. So, uh, 
Yeah, man, I'm going to leave it there. Uh, uh, join the Discord. The uh, show notes are there, man. Um, it's pretty active. Actually, one of our members, uh, Trigger, he's they're they're always uh making um really cool uh art uh, really nice art for um like the sound wave was posted and i think starscream also so yeah they, love, they're really good about that kind of stuff and love trigger posting art yeah 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 and uh, all the you know all the kind of stuff we just hang out and talk about nerdy stuff so y'all uh, y'all take it easy have a great week and uh ed anything to take us out with uh no i'm just gonna go have me a delicious slice of uh mozzarella pizza here and mm. roll out See you guys. Mises Guys is performed by Evan Johns and Ed Strickland. Research is performed by Evan Johns, Ed Strickland, and with special research done by Boo of the AxelonUnderground.net. All used images in the videos are property of Sunbow, Hasbro, Paramount, or Marvel. And as always, thank you so much for tuning in every week with us. We appreciate it.